Thank you, everyone, for stopping by the Courageous Truth Podcast. I'm very excited and a bit sober about today's episode. I'm going to talk about should Christians attend protests and what about the vaccine mandate? I know a lot of you are facing that, and I've been very troubled in my spirit about those of you who have reached out to me, those of you in my community, and, and those of you I do not know. So I just want to you know, put the disclaimer out. I'm not a medical professional. My, my, I feel like my job today was to point you to resources that can actually help you. I do give my thoughts as a pastor. I do give my thoughts as an American and as a believer and follower in Jesus. But beyond that, I, I really have nothing else for you. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope that it helps you in the days ahead, especially if you are facing a vaccine mandate for your job and career. Another thing I want to remind you of is I am starting a new podcast, Courageous Generation Church Podcast, which will be focused on Bible study and growing in the Lord and really understanding scripture and prayer and becoming a follower and disciple of Jesus. Make sure you subscribe to that one as well, and we will see the kingdom of God advance. So I hope this episode blesses you. I also want to make a quick disclaimer that I was having recording troubles with the first part of this episode. And so that it's a little echoey. I apologize for that, but I hope it does not distract from the content and this content inspires you and brings you hope and, of course, instills courage in your courageous stand for the truth. Stay tuned for this episode of the Courageous Truth Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Courageous Truth Podcast, where we strive to live courageously through the lens of Scripture and build courageous lives in a world that is driven by fear. Your host is a proud parent, a proud pastor, a proud business owner, and a proud American. Tune in today for your dose of Courageous Truth. And now, your host, Eric Lundberg. Welcome, everyone, to the Courageous Truth Podcast. I'm very honored that you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with me today. I want to jump right in and talk about some very, very relevant topics. And I think that there is an internal struggle going on in the hearts of believers, especially if you live in a liberal, left-leaning state culture. I live in Washington state. We are very left as a leadership. At least one section of the state is, and that kind of influences the ideologies of the entire state. And we are in this ideological struggle, and really it has become this struggle for freedom that we are facing in our state. And I don't know what state you're from, but if you're in a left-leaning state, then you know the struggle that we are facing. Some states have it worse than Washington State when it comes to freedom. And I'm going to talk specifically about the vaccination mandates that are going on. We in Washington, we don't necessarily have passports yet, but there is a massive mandate that has come down from our governor, who is a madman. And I say that with righteous indignation. He is a madman that is influenced by a Jezebel spirit 
to bring down mandates that take away people and workers' freedom over their own body. And it is terrifying and enraging. There has been a mandate that came down from our governor under his emergency powers, which he does not need, by the way, to mandate that state workers must have a COVID vaccine. Now, I'm going to get into that in just a minute. And my heart in this, as I said in a little introduction, is not to give you information, but to point you to right places, basically to give you a perspective and then point you to real resources that can help you on your journey. I am getting emails every day. What should I do? What should I do? How do I handle this? What should I do? And I'm going to talk a little bit about that from my perspective after the break. But I want to read a scripture out of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 6, one of my favorite discerning scriptures of all time. And this starts in 6, and I'm going to read all the way through 8. It says, well, actually, at the beginning of verse 3, it says, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. This was written by Solomon's son. This was written by a man who was seeking to understand life and the purposes of God. And basically the Ecclesiastes is a struggle for him to understand all those things. And this is an observation he makes in verse 6, that there is a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. Now, as I as I read that from the author's perspective, you know that he has noticed and observed through all the different seasons in life that there is a time for one, and then there is a time for the other. I believe with all my heart, ladies and gentlemen, that we as the body of Christ are in a time of war, and we are in a time to speak. And honestly, we are in a time to hate, not hate one another, but hate what is evil and cling, hold on to what is good. Now, the question arises, should a Christian protest? How do we protest? What should we do? How should we, we go about this? There is a massive protest movement going on in America and throughout the world today. So, I'm going to talk about, just. I'm just going to give some perspective on if we should or shouldn't. And my view has changed over the past few years as I have seen the necessity of protesting. The short answer is, should Christians protest? The answer is yes. I believe that they should. But I think that there is a few things that we need to ask ourselves before we go to a protest. Number one, I think we need to do is we need to check the cause. What's the cause of this? What's, what's, what's the purpose? What's the cause behind speaking out like this? I remember there was, uh, about a year ago, there was a, a mother who gave birth in Olympia to a baby boy. I can't remember his name. This was news all over the place. She tested positive for COVID, and right after the birth, they took the baby away from her, which is unbelievably dangerous and against anti every parental right that God has given them. Took the baby away and put it in the, uh, the nursery or whatever. That is kid medical kidnapping and child abuse. 
the father stood outside with a sign letting people know about what was happening, what was taking place. I remember a massive movement started. I remember my own wife calling and reprimanding the hospital. I know that that hospital was flooded with calls. People flooded with an hour hour and a half to voice their concern, to voice their displeasure, and to stand with this family. Well, coincidentally, the mother tested negative for COVID very shortly after that, and the baby was returned. Now, some of that initial damage may never be healed, or it will take a move of God in the heart to heal because a baby needs the mother and the skin-to-skin -skin contact and all those things. And the hospital, because of policy, stole that from that family. That is a time to speak. That is a time to hate. And that is a time to go to war. Check the cause. With this mandate that's coming down, where I have believers, strong Holy Spirit-filled believers that are being faced with I have to get the vaccine or I lose my job. Check the cause. That is a cause worth fighting. Number two is check your heart. Do you want to be rebellious or do you want to get behind the cause and take a stand against injustice? How many of you know God is a God of justice? Now, is this cause for social justice or is this cause for righteous justice? I was just doing a study today that you cannot separate in the Hebrew word justice from righteousness. Those two go hand in hand. That's why these social justice causes that the world puts out are so ridiculous because they don't bring justice. They just bring more pain and more separation and uh, the like. The list goes on. And then finally, check the organization. If you're going to go to a protest, do they have a permit? Are they doing it constitutionally? Are they doing it legally? Every protest that I've ever gone to has had a permit. That is one of the beautiful things about America is we have the right to peaceably assemble. We don't want to go and protest in an organization that they don't have a permit, they just want to be lawless and rebellious, and then we end up in something that is anti the cause anyway. As believers, I believe that we should go to those places. We should be leaders. We can be vocal, we can be loud, but we cannot be rebellious and lawless. And I don't think it's a fine lane. I think those two are on opposite ends of the spectrum. So make sure that you know the cause and you understand all the facts about your protest. There's a lot of protests going on at school board meetings. I go to school board meetings and I speak to the school board and I'm vocal for those who may not know how to speak publicly or don't have the courage or, or don't have the articulation to put their thoughts. As a pastor, I'm going to stand up for those people, but I've checked my heart. I've checked my cause and I've checked the organization. So I know what is going on. That's the place for those kind of things. Those That's the place to voice your concern. You can do it directly. You can do it, you know, you can do the, you can, you can speak and be direct, be proper, and you don't have to be a coward. You can be courageous. But you don't want to do it in a rebellious manner because that just adds to the issue. And I think the Bible is very clear on how to do that. Before I take a break, I know this is going long. I may even cut this into two podcasts. We'll see how this, this plays out. But Ephesians 6.10 says this, Finally, 
Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. I'm reading out of the ESV version. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. How many of you know there's some schemes of the devil in the world today? For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. We are in an hour where the church must stand. We must lead. We cannot back down and ignore the things that are happening in culture, ignore the things that are happening in society. How many of you know these mask mandates over our kids? Now, if you're, if you're like, some parents want to put a mask on their kids, some kids like wearing masks, that's fine. I'm talking about the mandates that you have to wear a mask, that you have to cover the face of your kid. You have to cut off oxygen supply from his brain if they want to go to school. That is ridiculous, and there is an evil agenda behind the mandate. Behind the mandate, what it is, is they are trying to strip powers away from parents and give all the powers over the children to the state and to the education and to the bureaucrats. And if you can't see that, then you need to be a little bit more discerning to understand the evil that Satan has. What does he want to do? What does Black Lives Matter want to do? What does Antifa want to do? What do all these organizations want to do? They want to destroy the family. Because if they can destroy the family, they can destroy the church. If they can destroy the church, they can run rampant in our streets. They can do whatever they want without reprisal or spiritual pushback. If you read through the Old Testament, we see wars. We see God's people destroying other nations that had wicked hearts against God. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. That is one of the most perplexing verses in all of scripture, but the people of God, sometimes we need to get a holy violence inside of us, and we need to take a stand. And there are avenues that are presented to us in today's culture to take a stand. We need to use our voice. We need to use our heart. We need to use our intercession, and we need to take a stand. So finally, before I hit the break, should Jesus' followers protest? The answer is yes. But check the cause. Make sure it's a righteous cause. Check your heart. Make sure your heart's in the right place. Check the organization. Make sure you're going to an event with a permit. Make sure you're going to an event that is well organized and is actually standing against the cause they're saying that you're not going to get mixed in, up into something that you didn't plan on or you don't want to be a part of, okay? The Constitution says that we have the right to peacefully protest. We are not violent naturally. We are violent spiritually against the spiritual forces and cosmic powers over this present darkness. I'm going to take a break. Consider these thoughts, and I will be right back. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by the Courageous Truth Podcast. Again, I apologize for the slight echo and background noise. I'm going to air the second part of this episode on Monday. So look for that there, and I'm going to talk a little bit, give a little bit of information about religious exemptions, and point you to some real resources that can help you out. 
Michael again. Thank you for stopping by the Greatest Truth Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, share with friends and family. Let's get this message out there. Continue to be on the lookout for the Greatest Generation Church Podcast. And I will see you tomorrow. God bless you and continue to take the Greatest